All right. Okay. One last check. Recording. Recording. JP's asleep. Here we go. <laughs> make it through this let's go let's go it's we just pod- ate lunch yeah i know pot lunch always makes me like sleepy, sleepy i need sleepy. a nap yeah we need to record before lunch dalton yeah dalton Jeez. Hey, well yeah yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's our fault actually it's not dalton's <laughs> welcome to- hey 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 i forgot what i said it's podcast it's day po- podcast day yeah. we're here we're here we are yes, here is. we are uh <laughs> ready to go in a silly goofy kind mood. of we definitely are in a goofy mood yeah. today yeah but no but so i'm not sure why but thanks for watching and subscribing and liking and checking out all our other videos did we ever give somebody a t-shirt oh for, for the love no, of everything I, sacred man we're trying to give away one we want to give away three that's things it. that's <laughs> it one t-shirt we can't even give away one t-shirt what is wrong with that? We're not that popular yet. Apparently, you guys don't want it, so oh, we'll keep okay. it for ourselves. Yeah, I'll wear it. It's our T-shirt. Nobody wants a T-shirt? We'll no. give them a T-shirt. No, yeah, it's ours. Whatever. We're done. That- we did sell out of all those T-shirts, though. Yeah. People are buying them. They just They're- don't want them for free. No. Nope. <laughs> what? <them> for- <laughs> Does he make sense? I don't care. Oh, uh, whatever. It is what it is. So, oh, man. Last week, <clears throat> we talked about the very fun topic of death Yes, and grief. And uh, a few weeks before that, we talked about anxiety, which kind of piggybacks into what we're talking about this week. Yes. Because we referenced it in the anxiety topic, but we're going to talk about fear. 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 Yeah. It's a real, it's a real thing. That sounded like uh, like, like a sound bit. Fear. Like fear. <laughs> you just record it and <laughs> right. keep dropping it in. Mm. Fear factor. Actually, it didn't. No. Okay. Well. <laughs> JP's just dropping the truth. Man, I need to go. Yeah. <laughs> You're stressing me out today. Sorry. <clears throat> we're, we're in one of those. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, oh, man. Maybe we're going to talk about fear. Maybe, maybe. we're just going to throw jokes at each other. Uh, we could just be a comedy podcast. Yeah, one week. Can, so. That sounds some fun. Uh, uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about fear and uh it's interesting and I think most Christians know this fact, but fear is probably the most talked about topic in the Bible. In it fact, is. it is referenced 365 times exactly. Which yep. is convenient. Let's talk about it some more. All right. Might as well. Let's get into fear. <laughs> 365. Ah. <laughs> yeah. oh, so I think what we have to do is define it though. Yes. Because the Bible doesn't just talk about negative fear, but it talks about positive fear. Fear not. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Mm -hmm. Hebrews chapter 4. It's good to fear lest you fall from unbelief. So there's good fear, bad fear. So I think think we have to define that. What do you think fear is? What do I think fear is? Yeah. I think it's, I mean, like we talked about in the anxiety podcast, it's the Mm. initial imminent something right there in front of you Mm -hmm. where you flight, fight, or freeze. Um, But if you go in deeper into like the fear of the Lord, which I think would be a good opening to this, but that isn't necessarily fight, flight, or freeze. That's why we have to define what what kind of fear we're talking about. So I I think uh, the fear of the Lord or fear of... uh, yeah, the fear of the Lord. I think it's more of a 
obedience and because it, it, like I said, it's not fight, flight, or freeze. It's it's more of an obedient type fear. Would you say it's um, the like? So one of the verses that comes to mind always comes to my mind: the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a positive. Would that be considered constructive and positive? Yeah. Or negative and destructive. That would be constructive and positive, right? So, but then. 365 other times, mm-hmm. we have this fear not. not. Be afraid. Yeah, yeah don't be afraid. Not. Fear yeah. not. Don't fear. Um, so what are we supposed to do? Fear or fear not? <laughs> Depends <laughs> on the situation. Uh, I mean, we're called to fear the Lord. Yeah. We are um, We're called to be under submission to him in that kind of fear and, and understand that he is all-powerful, all-knowing, and... All present, omnipresent. Um, so, how, like, how would we define the healthy fear then? Like, I think it's more obedient. Like I said, a healthy fear of who he is. Whereas, if you pulled a gun on me and I'm shaking in my boots, that's probably it's a realistic fear of an unhealthy situation. But it's an unhealthy situation. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. That um, you know that when we think about fear, right? Fear. Like if we define it in terms of how it's understood in like psychology and counseling, mm-hmm. fear is the imminent, imminent danger. Like it's where you, actually your body is created with that. Yeah. And so fear isn't always bad. Correct. Because it's part of the alarm system of the body that tells you and the brain that there's imminent something imminent, which is where we landed with anxiety. It's not Correct. always bad. It's you're designed with it there um, as discernment. And like, I believe, you know, when we look at fear and, you know, you just mentioned anxiety, I believe fear and anxiety are two different things. Correct. Fear is imminent, right? We, it's happening. You know, somebody has a knife and they're trying to mm-hmm. take our skateboard, you know, or whatever it is. <laughs> Do you ride um, a skateboard, JP? <laughs> like, no, I, my grandson rides a skateboard. You don't even like walking. You're I out there on I a hoverboard. I, I hate. I walking. would love to see JP let's, ride a skateboard. Let's do that. I used to ride a skateboard. That should be like, if, like if we hit a certain amount of like listeners or subscribers, we should do a video oh, yeah. of JP riding a skateboard. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. <laughs> no. What about I don't it? want the hospital bill. No. Because <laughs> you're, you're afraid. afraid. Yeah, I was gonna. Uh, <laughs> you scared? No, I'm not afraid. <laughs> I'm wise. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fear leads to wisdom. Yes. Um, you know, like one of my favorite, I have a lot of favorites, but one of my favorites, um, um, verses about this is, um, Isaiah 41. Mm-hmm. It says, do not fear for I am with you. And then it says, do not be anxious. Do yep. not anxiously look about you for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So knowing that fear is the in, the alarm system of the brain that, that helps our body understand that there's imminent danger, there's also this idea, like we've talked about it before, of um, anxiety, which is, I think it's the precursor to fear. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's the thing that leads us, we think something's going to happen or we surmise it's going to happen or we kind of see it coming and so we get anxious and or we 
obsessively think over something in a negative way, and then we get anxious, which is unwise. Um, but we still have that tendency because we're human mm-hmm. to do those things, and we have a direct command from the prophet Isaiah chapter forty-one: "Hey, don't don't fear, and don't look around anxiously." Like, and so we we have some, you know, as humans. You know, it's in the Bible 365 times, don't fear. Mm-hmm. So then why do we fear? Why do we do that? Like The same reason we do anything, because we A, we like control, and so we're afraid of what we're not in control of. We like things the way we like them. Yes. Okay. And, and, and it's in nature in general. Like, we just, because Satan whispers lies in our, in our lives, like, um, and again, not that there's bad fear, like... If my kid's running out toward the road, obviously I'm going to be afraid and run and grab them and react. But I, I think there's just this whispering of Satan and and just culture telling us that everything is unsafe and you got to wear helmets. And even think back to COVID with the mask. Yeah. Then the fear that like there was reasonable fear. Okay, I don't want to get sick. But then there was unreasonable fear of shutting down buildings and churches fighting Which each happened. other and unity. That was real. And, yeah, disunity. And so. um yeah, I, I think it just bounces back to the little lie that Satan whispers in that grows like a weed. So, okay, so we have this fear thing that we struggle with, and, like, fear and anxiety, fear that things are going to happen, or mm-hmm. that, like, because it's present right in front of us. And, of course, we can talk about the five re- Four reactions to fear. Yep. You know, um, we've mentioned those before. But then there's this idea of anxiety as well that, like, even though, even the fact that we don't know something's going to happen, we still may have the tendency to be, to fear it. Mm -hmm. But not all fear is bad. Actually, that type of fear is good. And and I think most of the time, I would say a high percentage, and I can't give you a number, but any fear, anxiety is going to be based in two things, circumstance and relationship. Mm-hmm. One of those two things. It's either a circumstance <clears throat> or a relationship. Yeah. Like there's a high percentage chance that if you're going to experience fear or anxiety, it's going to come from one of those two general arenas. Yep. And, you know, as Christians, you know, we say, yeah, we believe the Bible and, you know, okay. God says, don't fear 365 times. And we still feel. So if we Mm -hmm. believe it to be true, I personally think that should impact us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have this, sin human nature thing yeah that we wrestle with yeah and and i think like we said it's not that we shouldn't be afraid in the the circumstance circumstantial situations like the kids in the road or the you should the guy with that's the, why those are those are programmed fear is actually you. a good thing but in it's that the fear about kind of that builds into anxiety and the fear about things that aren't in our control a hundred percent so like the fear in a Christian life, for example, Dalton, can you start getting that video ready? Yeah, I actually just got it okay. ready. Okay. So like the fear in the Christian life, like there's a lot of Christians that live this Christian life, like they're so afraid to get out of our bubble. I go to church on Sunday, my kids are homeschooled, and I 
Not that that's a bad thing. Not that those are bad things, but if they're surrounded by fear and Francis Chan has an example of it that like, I think is really good. If we can watch it for a second or you guys can listen. Well, I hear it through here. Yeah. So much instability, so much that we don't understand that, that we don't know. For me growing up, it was a lot of you guys know my mom died giving birth to me. And my dad remarried, then my stepmom died in a car accident when I was nine. Then my dad got married again. Then my dad died of cancer when I was 12. And so I'm in junior high, my mom's dead, my stepmom's dead, my dad's dead. The only close relatives I had were my, my aunt and uncle, George and Sandra. And then when I was in high school, they got in a fight, and my uncle George shot and killed my aunt, and then stuck the gun to his own head, killed himself. Oh my word. So I'm 16 years old, and this is life to me, going, man, what's next? Everything seems to be falling apart, and we get a little worried, we get a little scared. And this is what Christians do, you know, they try to serve God, but then things get a little rocky, and things get a little unstable, and so we go, okay, that was nuts, I don't, I don't, want, to, I don't want to live like that, let me, uh, let me hold on. And this is your routine, this is what so many people do, they go, you know what, I'm not going to try anything crazy. I'm just going to sit here and uh, I'm just going to hold on. And uh, this is what you look like. You just go, uh, this is what people do. You know what? I'm just going to have my nice little family. We're just going to, um, you know, we're just going to keep to ourselves. We're going to live in a gated community. I'm going to homeschool my kids, make them wear helmets everywhere. I'm going to, um, you know, I'm not going to let them outside because son has bad rays. I'm going to... Um, you know, just on and on and on, and you just live your life in the safety of, I don't want to do anything crazy for God, I just, I just want to, you know, go to church on Sundays and maybe give like 2%, um, and uh, maybe serve, help the nursery, because I feel guilty. And then you do yeah. this your whole life, and then you, you go, your greatest prayer is like, God, you know what, I would love to die in my sleep and not even feel it, and then just go up to heaven. And so th- you want to die like this. Just in your sleep, ooh, right in the middle of a dream, good dream, the dream you're going to heaven and you don't even feel it. And then suddenly you wake up, you stand before the judge and you go, ta-da. <laughs> now, if... Uh... There's more, but mm. just the, the idea. <clears throat> like, that's what we do as Christians. Like, like we said, there's reasonable fear. But then there's that kind of fear where it's just we want to shelter everything. We want Christian clothing, Christian music, Christian yeah. influence, which isn't bad. No, no. But to live like that, and if you guys look up the video, it's Francis Chan balance beam. He's literally straddling the balance All beam. All credit to Francis Chan. Yeah, that's Francis Chan's yep. analogy. But he's straddling this balance beam and then says, you get off in front of the judge and you're like, I did it. Posing. Yeah. yeah. And he goes on to say, like, how do you think he's going to judge that? Because, like, you look at the apostles. Yeah. Do you think they were afraid Jesus was just crucified? Well, the ultimate phrase that we're judged by will be measured by whether he says, well done. Mm-hmm. And so if our fear prevents us from doing things mm-hmm. for him to utter those words to us, then something is wrong. Yeah. And I think, you know, having been in ministry a long time, and being in different organizations, right? Many times, organizations, the people in organizations, churches, um, not not just our church, many churches, 
they're afraid to try something new out of fear that they're going to do something wrong. Did you know that there is a psychological um, uh, condition that uh, is based on the fear of having fear? <laughs> no, I didn't. Look it up. I'm sure, yeah. You're afraid. You're afraid because to be you're afraid. afraid. Mm. That's and we let it control us. Like I said, do you don't think the disciples were afraid? Okay, you kidding me? Like Jesus spent three years telling them, Hey, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna come back. And then by the way, I'm not gonna be here with you forever. Yeah. What? I'm not we gonna gave be up here. everything and now you're I'm leaving. splitting on us. And then when he actually come leaves and isn't in the grave, they're just standing around like no, or when he ascends, even they just Numb. stand around. What do we? What do we? Do and the now? angels. Why do you stand there? Why, why are you, are you lo- standing why are you around? Up? Yeah. Why are you go. looking for him? <laughs> and and so then they go, and all of them, or almost all of them, are martyred or crucified and killed. So, so let's talk about like let's let's like narrow it down. Fear is yeah. a big topic, right? Yes. And so this is a church podcast. Yeah. So let's put it in the context of why we think churches are so fearful to try something new and different. I mean, I think that would be helpful for people to hear. I there's there's dangerous words in church culture that I think every church has heard or somebody has said mm-hmm. and it's this is the way we've always done it. Yuck. <laughs> so there's yeah. there's this safety net. Even. Now, in in some parts of that not everything old is bad. Correct. In all fairness, but, but there's danger in only doing something because it's what you used to do. Yes, 100%. And so, and I think in church culture, there's this safety net of this is what we know, this is what has kind of worked. I mean, I don't personally think the modern church works nearly as effective as the Church of Acts. But no. <laughs> so, like, they're talking about mm, thousands being saved. 5,000 yeah. one, one time, so 5,000 another I, time. I think we've yeah. created the system because we wanted to fall back. It's almost like somebody going to school to get a degree, but then pursuing their dream of being a rock star because they wanted to fall back. They wanted that safety net. Yeah. And so I think we've created the church culture as a safety net of, we can't really venture out too far from the model that we set up because that works. So uh, a lot of you may not know, but we're in Michigan, right? We're in South Central Michigan and we are... In the general Jackson Lansing area, that's yeah. kind of where we are, and we're in a farming community. Yeah, that's what we are. We have a church in the middle of in the cornfield. Mm-hmm. You have to want to come be here to come here. Side note: That's a great horror film, Dalton. Yes, Church in the Corn. Church oh, in yeah. the Corn. <laughs> Sorry. And so, you know, <clears throat> culture has a lot to do with everything and how we do church. And I think many times, not that culture is bad all mm-hmm. the time. Because, you know, you have to become all things to all men so that you can win some, right? Yeah. This is the Apostle Paul talking. So I get that principle. But many times, culture can also be the thing that holds us back in fear. Yeah. It's authoritative, and, and we get fearful to go outside of the culture. Yeah. Um, newsflash, I didn't grow up in South Central Michigan. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I grew up on the East Coast where Italians are Italians, not Italian. <laughs> we were just talking we about, were just this talking about that at lunch. I'm Italian. like, it's Italian. Come on. 
Forget about it. What are you Water. talking about? You know, chocolate. Yeah, yeah. And, chocolate. They're, and they're making fun of me, and I'm like, you know, it's like the guy on SpongeBob, or like lady uh, on SpongeBob. Here's the thing, like a community like this. Of course, I've been here a while, so mm-hmm. I think people have gotten people have gotten used, used to it a little to me, bit. Yeah, but like having somebody like me as a pastor of a church in South Central Michigan farming community mm-hmm. is risky. Mm-hmm. It is risk. It's a risk because I don't understand. I'm not a farmer. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's cool. I admire the farmers. Like farmers built our church. Yeah. Like they. A hundred percent. Yeah. Blood, sweat, and tears, right? And back then, like they weren't fearing me. And they just did. They, they knew what they were supposed to do. They knew. What are we doing? The chair literally fell apart. Did it really? Yeah. What is happening? Dalton, what are you doing I don't here? know. That's like not even an old chair. That's a brand new chair. That's a brand new chair. Okay. Uh, I mean, we have we have a couple others. I'll go oh grab my them. goodness. This is a perfect time to segue. We're, we're going to transition the cameras. We'll be right back once we fix this chair. What? I have no idea. Oh, my God. I have no idea. What are we doing here? <laughs> you just lean back and it just blew out. What? Oh, I'm crying. Uh, that's mine. Didn't even do that. <laughs> so we're back. We had some technical difficulties with the chair. Caleb's <laughs> chair blew out. Of all the te- I'm not that big. Listen, I don't like no. of all the technology we have in here, the chair, the chair breaks. failed you know, this week. Thousands uh, of dollars of technology right. in the chair Lord. breaks. That was fun. You know. So back to the idea that about f- churches in fear, right? Yes. So I think what happens a lot of times is that churches don't fail or don't they don't um accomplish what God wants us to accomplish the Great Commission, winning people to Jesus, maturing believers in Christ, out of fear for doing the wrong thing or offending God, which is a real fear. Like We have to be careful of that. But many times that can be debilitating, and we don't do anything. Mm -hmm. We've never done it that way. I'm not used to that. We've never tried it. I don't think that'll work here. Well, have you ever tried it? No. Well, how do you know it's not going to work, you know? And so we have to be really careful because fear is a tool that Satan uses. And he doesn't even have to do anything. No, just plant, a little, just a little whisper. Just a little seed. That's it. Are you sure that's a good sure idea? Gonna work? And that's more doubt. But yeah, what if this happens? Oh, I better not do that. I, I might get yeah. fired. I might, you know. Yep. Think about the disciples. Do you think they were fearful? Left their left their family, left their businesses. Yep. Take up everything and follow me. Sell your clothes. Leave your wives, your children, your families. And do what I'm asking you to do. Three years spent with Jesus. By the way, I'm splitting. Yep, I'm out. That, oh, and, and I, I told you guys to follow me, but if you follow me, you're going to be persecuted. Yeah, you're, right. And you probably would be killed. Yeah, most likely going to be so, killed. But don't fear. But don't fear. I'm out. I'm leaving. <laughs> I mean, so putting it all in context, like, it's real. Like, yeah. do we have to fear? We don't. We We don't have to fear. And many times, I think uh, fear becomes a choice. Yes, a choice of necessity to maintain status quo. Mm. And a lot of times, we blame fear. Yeah, and I think, um, 
I don't want to be judged for that. No. And people ask me that question all the time. I actually, when I was talking to my mom about this, my mom was up for a visit and she was talking to me about, you know, churches and their, you know, like how we do things. And, and she was asking me about all these ideas, right? What? Sorry, I was just thinking we should have brought your mom on the podcast. No. <laughs> it's dangerous. Dangerous? He's no. afraid of that one. Okay. He is yeah, afraid yeah, of that one. That, that is a no, okay, okay. no. Um, and I was saying, you know, she's like, well, how do you make those decisions? And, you know, and she was saying something about a church that, you know, we used to go to. And she was like, well, they're really conservative. And and I, after I thought about it, I said, well, mom, when it comes to theology, mm-hmm. I'm kind of conservative. I'm, I'm, I would be, people would consider me more conservative. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the practice of the church, I'm more wide open to, okay, what does God want for us? We really shouldn't fear. Like, yeah. our church is how old? Two? 200, almost. In like the next five, 10 years, we're 200. Yeah. And Bicentennial. so, like, what we're doing in this room right now, <laughs> on Main Street in the little one room church building? Mm-hmm. Heck no. No. But they were doing things back then mm. that pushed against fear. Yeah. I mean, they had to build out here back in nineteen in the seventies. The revival right? in the seventies. The revival. Yeah. They had nine hundred to a thousand people coming to that revival. Yeah. And so they had to step out by faith in the middle of fear, like saying, Well, you guys can't do this. You don't have enough money, blah, blah, yep. blah, blah. We're going through a building campaign right now. We yeah. we're wrestling with some of that stuff. Oh yeah. But knowing that God will provide, hey, don't fear. I, I'm gonna provide for you. I'm not gonna tell you how I'm gonna provide for you. <laughs> But I'm going to provide for you, yeah. And I'm going to show you that there's no need to fear. But as humans, that's something that we wrestle with, and I think it has really handcuffed the church. I really do. I agree. I agree. I think, like I said, those are the most dangerous words in church. Is we've always done it this way. Um, I was thinking, just I, I think along or we've with, never done we've it never that. done it that way. Yeah. yeah, we've never given a uh, eighteen year old twenty thousand dollars to set up here, cameras. We need to do this because this yeah. is wise. Yeah, I've never been given that much money and said to run with it either. So yeah. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Well, I mean, there was penalty of death. Yeah. Um, Wait, what? We, I was not aware of that. <laughs> but I, I think I think within the model, like I said, I don't think the the modern American church model is good. I mean, it, it's. It's sort of done a thing for a few years, it's but wrestling. it's not the it's Church of struggling. Acts, and it's not really accomplishing the mission of reaching everyone um, as a whole. But I think part of that is we have limited the Holy Spirit so much. We have we have limited the power that lives in each individual believer well, to a person speaking on a Sunday morning. So like I was I'll read a verse and then you can say your thought. Like second second Timothy one seven, for God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. We have the Holy Spirit living inside of us, the same Holy Spirit that the apostles had. Well, let me just let me just point out from a theological perspective in cons- in conservative uh theological circles mainly. Yeah. Um there's also fear that relates to the Godhead, and yeah. people are scared. Some people are scared of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. because of maybe some misunderstandings about his role, 
by other people that have created, you know, yeah. religions and, you know, there are certain sects, sects of religions that, um, you know, believe differently about the spirit of God. And we've, we kind of hesitate to talk about him out of fear yeah, because we don't want to be categorized as those guys. And I don't want to mention the name, but those guys. Right. right. And I think that's, that's, that's sad. You know, am I saying that I agree with those guys? No, I'm not. But I'm also saying we can't limit the Holy spirit because we're fearful of him. Right. You know, he lives within us and he can do anything he wants to do when he wants to do it. If mm-hmm. he chooses to, does he do certain things? Yes. Does maybe he don't do certain things that he did before? Yes, that's yeah. possible. But I, I think we shouldn't limit God in any way out of fear. No, you know, um, and I would say he's probably. And there's books written about this. The least talked about person of the of the, the Trinity. Trinity. Yeah, the most forgotten. Because and I think a lot of that is out of fear. Um, to not want to do the wrong thing, we don't do the right thing because we're scared. Yeah. Which well, is really kind of weird. And even in our men's Bible study last yeah. night, one of the guys was talking about, I've never been on a missions trip yeah. because I was afraid I was going to be called to missions. <laughs> yeah, right. And so like that's, that, that's real. That's real. Like the same kind of mentality. We're afraid to step out of the boat like Peter. We're afraid mm. to step out because we're afraid to see what God's going to do with us. Because we don't want. I think we're. I think a lot of times humans are afraid, and humanity is afraid. Christians are afraid to do that because it's yeah. going to mess up. The, there's a fear that it's going to mess up what they've structured around themselves that make them feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I can't really submit myself completely to God because, and that makes scares me because I may have to quit my job. Yeah, I remember walking in. Back in nine in in the nineteen nineties, early nineteen nineties, leaving my keys on the desk. We had two kids. I knew I had to do this. I was making pretty good money back then, nineteen ninety two, ninety, ninety-one, ninety-two. And I just walked in and gave my keys and we're like, uh, my wife and I are going into full time missions. Those people looked at me like I had lost my mind. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It felt like I lost my mind, man. Well, I was thinking, man, this scares me to death. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, for almost 15 years, you know, Sue and I lived on $700 a month for a family of four. You talk about being scared. Mm-hmm. I got that covered. Yeah. How am I going to take care of my kids? And how's God going to provide? And I can tell you, there's not one time that I didn't see God provide in one yeah. way or in another. And to and so that's what we have to remember. Like God says, don't fear, right? Don't be afraid. Three hundred sixty-five times. Yep. That's based on God's character. Yeah. Not our character. Do not fear is based on God's character of saying, "I'm with you. I got you. You don't have to be afraid." Trust and what me. we do is we put it in the context of, well, I don't. Sure? I, I don't know yeah. if I can do it. So, really, what it does many times, and I'm not saying it always does this, but many times, fear uncovers areas where we lack faith and we lack trust in the character of God and who He says He is. Yeah, that's simple. And so we're afraid to do it. We're afraid. We're afraid to have a pantry. Mm-hmm. We're afraid to have a trunk or treat. You know, on October 31st, for the sake of 
being told we're celebrating Halloween. No, we're not. We're not celebrating yeah. Halloween. We know people are going to want to get candy, so we're providing a place for them so that we can talk to them about Jesus. Yeah. And we just so happen to play music. Yep. <laughs> you know, and 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 take a risk. Yeah. Instead of being afraid, taking a risk of trying to do the right thing and maybe needing to tweak it some, I would rather do that than not do anything and get and it all sit wrong. sit on the balance beam I, and I straddle it. I can't it do that. I'm get, not that type of person. Get in front of the judge and then go, look at what I did. Well, you know me. I'm like, let's go for it. No. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's try it. 100%. You know. And, and that's our mission statement, to reach people with the gospel. You have to be willing to risk. And there's a level of healthy fear. Okay, God, we're going to trust you in this yep. thing. I don't know how in the world you're going to do this, but we're yeah. going to we're going to trust you because we know this is what you want to do and we think that this will reach our culture. Yeah. Like this. Yeah, this. All of like us. this. You know, and and so and at least it looks like it's working. I was going to say I I don't want to call anyone out, but there was a comment on one of our videos that that it, it, I thought was the coolest thing in the world. Like, if just that one person, it said, uh, basically, I'm not a believer. I don't plan on being a believer, but I appreciate the content you're putting out, and I like you guys, and I'm going to follow and watch. So if you're watching this right now, we're praying for you, man. We we just that's so that's encouraging to us that you're even watching our stuff, um, and just hope hope the Holy Spirit so, starts to work in you. But um, sorry, I personally. A lot of the struggles I've had with fear or whatever, it's never because I feel like I'm in danger or anything like that. Um, it's more of the fear of failure. Yep. And I feel like that's something that a lot of believers struggle with. I mean, you can apply it to a lot of things like I struggle with with my work or um, certain relationships, but it's you, it can also be applied to, okay, why are we not reaching out to people as far as like trying to spread the gospel? Because yep. we're afraid we're going to fail and yep. mess it up. And which means what? Like, what does that mean to you? What is that? So you're afraid you're going to fail and mess it up. Right. So what's what's the repercussions of failing and messing up? What is it? What is it? Who does it affect you? What's the big right. deal? Right. It, it just affects me and my self-esteem and my pride. Right. But that's I feel like that's because a lot of times we look to ourselves for the answers mm -hmm. instead of realizing that. That's where we, we go. We already wrong. have the answer. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. You know, it really yeah. is okay to see yourself as less than in a healthy way. Right. I'm not talking less than in an unhealthy way because there's the diff diff difference between the both. But, but seeing the fact that, man, you know what? I'm just so, I'm not, I'm not wired for this and I'm not sure I'm going to have to trust God. And quite frankly, I'm a little fearful um, because when <laughs> when we start to think that we got it all wrapped up and we can do it, <sighs> mm -hmm. that's not good. Well, and even it ends in disaster and failure. Like not having a healthy fear <clears throat> will allow you to run rampant, right? And having a healthy fear. And then mixing that with faith in an in a unbelievable, amazing God who can mm -hmm. accomplish anything is a whole different thing. And there's a healthy 
fear, if I can use that way, or a dependence on something outside of yourself, not and you don't know the outcome. That's where we struggle because we're all control freaks. Right. And you, you just, one you just look at, I mean, the story, the whole Bible as a whole, and all the characters in it, and all the people he used, and how they, I'm sure David David was showed no fear of Goliath, <laughs> but I'm sure he shows in Psalms he was afraid. You know, there's several times in Psalms he's he writes about his fear and his emotions, and so he was scared that God was going to take his spirit from him. Yeah. Please, God, don't draw, withdraw your spirit yeah, don't from me. Leave He's scared me. to death, man. Don't, don't leave. leave me. Yeah. And so, like, I think going back to that fear of, like, oh, how can I present the gospel, but I'm going to fail? That put it, That's like, actually that, okay. That is okay, because that leads us to look to God more mm-hmm. and, and rely on his Holy Spirit. And, <clears throat> and just, like, you, you've been studying Acts with our right. guys' Bible study in Acts 1 or 4, uh, they were ordinary, uneducated men. Mm-hmm. The twelve de- uh, apostles, the twelve disciples, ordinary, uneducated men. David, uneducated, <laughs> like King Solomon was—I don't know—he was the wisest man on earth, but I don't know if he was like educated as I guess. But essentially, they all it, the the whole Bible is a story of people relying on God's power and His Holy Spirit. So it's a matter of the object of your fear. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> If the object of your fear is God in a healthy way, okay, meaning, hey, fearing the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It's smart. Mm-hmm. It's wise. Do that. And so that's healthy. Why? Because it helps draw boundaries around us in our brains so that we understand where we can operate with him and understand him. We can't operate outside of him. If we do that, there's going to be repercussions for that. Yeah. There's also this don't be afraid thing. And we as humans generally don't like that. And and we can go into those, you know, either fight, fight, flight, or freeze. flight, freeze. And there's another one they call you fawn. You just kind of, mm. you know, you don't really do anything. Flounder. flounder. <laughs> Could be a flounder too. Um, but, but, you know, Healthy fear is good. Um, actually, our bodies, our brains are designed to um, be receptive to things that are dangerous, and that is labeled fear. It gives us a warning. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. It just the idea is if it begins to control you in any way, and it begins to not allow you to do things that God wants you to do, even though you're scared or fearful, then then it can be unhealthy. You know, going back to the video with uh, Francis Chan and the balance beam and, mm-hmm. you know, on the outside, you want people to think that you're not fearful and, you know, I'm just willing to try anything for God. Okay. Let's go street witnessing over at the, mm-hmm. over at the U. Mm-hmm. You mean walk up to people and talk to them about Jesus? Yeah, yeah. let's do that. I've asked people that. I'm like, heck, no way, man. <laughs> you know, and I get it, right? Mm-hmm. I get all that. And so fear is different kind of for everybody because we have different areas of fear. Yeah. Uh, some are more internal, like Dalton was saying, you know, the fear of failure. Yeah. Is that so bad? Wouldn't you rather fail trying than not try at all? Yeah. See, that's, and and have God say to you, why didn't you just try it? 
Yeah. Okay, you had fear. Trust me. Yeah. Just try something. And I think do something. Don't sit yeah. there. It's the same as the anxiety talk. Like there's good healthy fear. There's good healthy anxiety. But what you do with it, or what it, it does with you, you 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 do have control. And this mm -hmm. is like talking about fear and all this. We have the ability to make a choice to have control to not allow fear to guide us. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you're not going to feel some sense of uneasiness and weirdness like, oh, I, I, that, it doesn't mean that. That's a normal thing. Yeah. But when it begins to debilitate you in life or in the Christian life, then then you're running into, we run into problems, and that, that's what it becomes so, more difficult. Um, I'm not sure. It looks like you're about to share no, it first. No, I was okay. just looking. Go ahead. Um, you were talking about debilitating, especially in the Christian life. Mm -hmm. This came up with um, the guys' Bible study that I'm a part of yeah. with some of the younger guys, and we talked about how— One lot, of the many Bible studies that right, we have exactly. here. Um, a lot of us as believers are afraid to open up to others and afraid to be honest about our flaws and our mm. faults. Why? Because we're afraid of rejection. Mm. Mm -hmm. And the problem is that, that keeps us from growing and that keeps yeah. us from getting closer to God because we're just so afraid that people are going to reject us and we're so afraid that God will reject us, even though he He never has. But for some reason, we just have this like innate fear that like we just... And I, I think that goes back to A, diminishing the Holy Spirit, but then also yeah. diminishing how much God actually loves you. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, it's all wrapped up in understanding, uh, and we talk about this a lot here at, at Rives, understanding who you are in Christ, understanding who God has designed you to be, and that you're, you're, des you're designed and created in the image of God and the image of Christ. And mm -hmm. he, when, when he looks at you, when God looks at you, he sees his son. And, and so the apostle Paul says, um, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fear what man can do to me if God's for me. I, I don't have to fear that stuff. But we we get hung up on what are people gonna think of me? How will I appear? Uh, and, uh, you guys know me. Like I'm, I'm pretty open. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm not. I make mistakes all the time. I'm and 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 I used to be like that. I used to, I'm, I was fearful. Like man, what are they gonna think of me? And then I finally realized. It doesn't really matter. I ruined my reputation a long time ago, so it doesn't matter anymore. So I'm just going to go for it, and I'm going to live for the Lord and let him do things through me, and I'm going to be productive for him. And if they don't like me, and I'm not saying this in a callous, cavalier way, mm -hmm. if they don't like me, their problem, not mine. Yep. If I'm doing what God wants me to do, I'm walking with him, and the Spirit of God is leading me, and I'm understanding that my that my I'm complete in Christ and I'm seated in the heavenlies and all these things are true about me. I don't have to fear anyone. Mm -hmm. I don't have to fear anyone. I can look them square in the eyes and say, I'm sorry you feel that way. Can I buy you a cup of coffee? <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and you don't have to worry. Yeah. And man, the freedom that you can have. Now, does that mean I don't ever struggle with it? Come on, I'm human. <laughs> I stand up in front of a lot of people mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. Of course, mm -hmm. you know, when you get darts thrown at you, mm -hmm. you're like, wait, oh, whoa, <laughs> hey, what's yeah. up? Yeah. Um, but it's some, it's real, you know, but I, that's a good point. Don't look at, look at uh, this verse, first John four, seven, I'm going to start at 17. Um, 
By this is love perfected with us so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment, because as he is, so also are we in the world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. Mm. And so just that same idea, like I said, I feel like we just diminish how much God loves us, how much it, it means to have his son die on the cross for us how much it means for him to even give us a way out of our sin. You know, when we live in a way when we live in a way that is fearful, it's usually based on what others think of us. Back to what Dalton said, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know the apostle Paul <laughs> writes a verse. He says a verse and I can't remember exactly where it is, so I'm going to paraphrase it. He said, if I if I was worried about pleasing men, then I actually wouldn't be a servant of Christ. Mm-hmm. And the reason we please men is because we're fearful that they're going to reject us. And Paul makes this statement. Paul went through this. Hey, if I allow that to control me, then who am I serving? I'm serving them, really. I'm not serving the Lord. So I don't really care what, and he's not being mean spirited or yeah. like a jerk about it. He's just like, hey, they're not my master. They're not my master, and I don't. I'm not living to please them, you know. So I'm going to show but, them love and do it yeah. in a loving way, but in honor for Christ. Yeah, I, and you know, of course, fear is a big topic, and we're, we're not going to cover it all here because we won't. But it's too much. But one of the things, you know, that I would recommend to anyone. And and I think, you know, Dalton hit on probably the biggest thing that most struggle with. I don't do things or I do do things simply because I'm fearful what others are going to think about me. Yeah. Everybody else is doing it. And if I don't do it, then they're going to think I'm a sissy. So I'm not going to do it. I'm fearful. So I'm I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway, even though I don't want to. Or the opposite, right? And then mm-hmm. you end up getting in trouble. You know, this is common in adolescence and teens. Mm-hmm. Super common. And and the understanding that if you can begin to understand that it doesn't matter what they think of you, it only matters what God thinks of you. Mm-hmm. If you make your choices before him, as the spirit of God leads you and lives in you, you should fear no man, yep. even if everybody's against you. Nor principalities, nor powers, nor rulers. Doesn't nor matter. Yep. And so I think if we look at it from that perspective, we can change our <laughs> thinking and get out of the fearful cycle and step out in faith and trust God to do great things and maybe even some crazy things, quote unquote, that we've never done before. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, big challenge uh, I'm for gonna, us. Though. I'm going to close with one yes, verse uh, Psalm 115. You who fear the Lord, trust the Lord. He yeah. is the help and their shield. It's healthy. That's the healthy. Trust fear. Him. He's you your shield. He's your protector. If you're, if you're struggling with fear, let the Holy Spirit work in you. He can do that. Yeah. Thanks. Are we? I, I think I'm we're done. out of time. Don't, I could keep talking. Don't turn our sign off. Yeah. We got to close. So we're done. Thanks so much for watching, man. This yep. is a, such a great topic. Uh, leave us leave us comments below if you want to hear more about this or a different topic. And oh, please! And if you want a t-shirt, if we'll you want you a one. t-shirt, we were trying to get away, away yeah. one, but apparently no one wants our t-shirts. Oh, so. We got a lot of them. We got all but, kinds of different. Yeah, they're coming. Yep, so, they're, they're. so thanks again. Yep. Like, subscribe, comment. Don't, Don't forget. forget keep, keep your nose in the book. book. 
gotten better at timing that. Woo! Yeah.